हेलो एवरीबॉडी एंड वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ द थाई गैप पॉडकास्ट इट्स अ थाई गैप थर्सडे सो वी ऑल नो व्हाट दैट मींस माय नेम इज बोगस नोग एंड एज ऑलवेज विद मी इज बीइंग ब्रूट ब्रूट अनदर ग्रेट शो वी हैव फॉर आवर लिसनर्स टुडे यस इट्स अ फैंटास्टिक शो आई डोंट थिंक पीपल शुड मिस इट एग्जैक्टली um वी आर यूजिंग एन ऑडियो ऑडिबल मीडियम यस टू टॉक अबाउट व्हाई रीडिंग इज बेटर इज नॉट इजी इट्स नॉट इजी गाइस या not the biggest secret in the world but uh, i think things will get more clarified in the context section of this episode um but before we get into that bro the most important formality of course is our socials on instagram we are at underscore thai gap on twitter and vero at thai gap and our email is mindthaigap at gmail.com yes and please one correction it's not a formality uh-huh. the main purpose the main purpose yes the purpose of our episode of the podcast of the podcast yes. in fact our existence yes is just to do this social <laughs> that's it that's all rest and, that follows our fillers yeah and also a very special mention to three folks bro we kept mentioning in the past episodes how the listeners of the english podcast like to maintain a dignified silence yes now they've broken that silence finally we have uh, amrut shrikant and tarun all of them writing in saying how much they enjoyed the english podcast as well yes the painful pain mm. is over is over yeah we've been recognized yeah hopefully the dams have broken the gates are open yeah. and uh, the first blood is drawn so yes. we are expecting more you know action yeah more educated population to start writing to us who also listen to yeah that's what happens as soon as you break your seal you're like wow i'm wow. young now i'm an adult yes and i want more of it i want more of this it hurt the first time yes but, but it's okay uh, yeah i like the pain they tell me i'll like it later <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah <laughs> so um we could do a completely different episode <laughs> virginity it's not easy <laughs> you're not going to get back you yeah. ain't going to get it back yeah um reading it's not easy bro we get yes. to our world famous it's not easy template of course world famous in fact now at the rate at which we are expanding our mm-hmm. presence as humans in the universe oh yeah i think it's universe famous oh yeah yeah for sure we are expecting people from uranus mm let me say that again yes we are expecting people from uranus mm to be listening to our podcast wonderful and this whole community living there yeah um so gray people that's what we call <laughs> <laughs> big eyed gray people yeah um the world famous template of course is we start off with explaining the context in what context are we talking about reading brute take it away okay so here is the thing there's a interesting conversation i was having with my friend mm. and the conversation is about how he is hooked on to this uh, audio books right and i obviously was trying to debate that audiobooks is primarily consumption mm. it doesn't fulfill the purpose of reading a book yeah and that is what is wrong with this generation <laughs> okay i'm going to speak like a 83 year old uncle now right that this is not how you consume these books. damn kids <laughs> yeah modern problems need modern solutions which is what is being attempted with these audio audio books yeah however but then that's a very skewed experience that you get yeah right of actually consuming a book so this is generally what the context is uh, we're looking at reading in the 21st century in the modern times today yeah without our eyes and what gets passed off today as reading the examples of how far this has come and where it's probably going to correct 
and uh, our own thigh gap take on it of course absolutely the whole thing is our thigh gap take yeah. by the way it's very subjective from the thigh gap perspective that's it you get a topic idea and first thing is okay let's just do an episode on it yeah that's it then exactly. that's how we roll yeah yeah and it's always informative yeah and i could able to rhyme because i'm a reader mm-hmm. so <laughs> not a pleader right <laughs> So now that we're done with the context, yeah. let's get into the meat of it. Why the, is reading today not easy for a layman hmm. who's looking to get into this? I think the first thing that I can think of is the culture. Mm-hmm. The culture of reading itself has kind of stopped evolving mm-hmm. or stopped being passed on. Right. Like if I ask you the question, how did you end up reading? Mm. That's because of my father. Right? It's the same thing. All my family, like joint family, siblings, my parents, everyone. Yeah. They read something or the other. So there were a lot of books lying around. Yeah, I had uh, two very strong influences actually. Um, initially, it was because of my father. Mm. But even if I wouldn't have had that influence, yeah, I later uh, studied in boarding school mm. where you have a lot of time in between activities. Yeah, by boarding school, he means boredom school. Exactly. And uh, a lot of my peers and juniors and seniors yeah. were heavily involved in reading. Right. So it kind of uh, rubbed off on... Correct. It would have rubbed off on me if I wasn't already, you know... Right. And that's it. exactly what I mean by culture. Right. You know, the culture of reading. Yeah. Anything you wanted to know, you know, you had to go out and read. Yeah. Now it's just predominantly you search for it, you kind of listen to it hmm. over a podcast, which is ironic that we are talking about it in a podcast. Yes. But then, you know, all these other mediums have kind of popped up, hmm. like a YouTube video. Like today, even me, and I'm guilty of it too. Hmm. If I want to know how to do something, right. I'm kind of like searching it on YouTube rather than reading like a five-step process or Oh whatever. yeah, me too. me too. Right? Yeah. And it can be the dumbest thing, like how do I unscrew, a, you know, or change a battery in a remote? Mm-hmm. Or how do I change the battery of my car keys? Yeah. And I'm just looking at this YouTube video rather than reading it out and making mistakes and getting it in the fourth or fifth attempt. Yeah. So that I think is the first difficult thing is to get that demographics or people around you who are actually readers because that's how it gets passed on. You right. see someone reading, you kind of have that feeling. And again, I might be, what do you say, overplaying this a little, mm-hmm. but it's just like smoking, right? When you look at somebody reading a book, mm. for some reason, it looks very intellectual. It has that air that, oh, this guy is doing something smart. And why I call it the smoking effect mm. is when you look at somebody smoking, you innately have that feeling that this guy is so cool. Even if not for the cool aspect, you know, there is a hidden interpretation there. I mean, why it looks appealing, Hmm. you know, from an outsider's perspective Hmm. is you see this person being completely by themselves and there is no hint or there is no sign of them being uncomfortable or them being awkward or them not having a good time where they are because readers uh, who are habitually you know, readers, Hmm. wherever they are, they're just happy sitting by themselves and getting lost in the book. Yeah. And it's evident in people's faces, how engrossed and how engaged they are with the book. And you know, if I'm looking at them from an outsider's perspective, Hmm. it's like, man, this is way better than me being stuck in this bad company. Yeah. Or this is way better than me being stuck all by myself and having just to you know, look at different directions and people watch. To get engaged. And yeah, to figure out like, how do I, what do I do now? I'll check my phone because I'm yeah. bored. Yeah. But what that guy is doing seems to be much better. Like he seems to be getting entertained. You know, the thing that is appealing about reading for me, hmm. and it goes way back into my childhood. Hmm. The stillness that a reader has 
you know i was a very fidgety kid very restless too yeah. much of energy blah 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 i used to jump around do 10000 other things yeah but when i saw my cousins read hmm. or when they were reading a book sitting on a table on the couch or whatever mm-hmm. the stillness that they had while they were reading and when you kind of like wake them up from that zone right and ask them like hey what is it that you're doing why you're so quiet or something oh you know i'm reading this book this is a story and they would speak with so much of energy and excitement yeah and that was like oh i'm not having this kind of energy me being so energetic and all mm. right and you can see that with anybody like even if you remember newspaper again that's another culture which is dead yeah. if you remember the times where your grandfather or was sitting in the morning reading his newspaper right his whole body would be dead still The yeah. only thing that probably would be moving was the hand which carried the teacup mm-hmm. and just stayed still absorbing all this information from the newspaper. Yeah. And that is another reason why I find reading is like the best thing, right. you know. Reading in general is this extremely high concentration job. Yeah. It demands a very high level of concentration. Yeah. So if you're concentrating that much, the rest of the body has no work. It's just you, the book and the brain. Yeah. Right? There's these three people who are involved in it, which is why that stillness comes because the rest of the body is pushing energy to your brain, trying to like comprehend what you're reading, trying to build structures, you know, use your imagination and all that. Yeah. That those so much of activity is happening in your brain, the external side of you for an onlooker mm. is what is wrong with this guy. Yeah. And another reason like another thing that it reminded me of was in today's times mm. where you know people have to get some kind of a counseling or course or something people need to be taught soft skills yeah. like how do you cold approach people yeah how do you uh, engage others in conversation etc because when you are looking at it at the level of small talk which mm. is general small talk how is the weather that kind of a thing yeah it almost never works and people always find it so difficult people find it not easy yes it's not easy no, we have to keep plugging it yes in. it's not easy to do that because small talk is so shallow it lasts maybe like 2 or 5 minutes yeah and after that both of you are stuck in this awkward silence right where you're not talking anymore right and just kind of like yeah that's the end of what we had to say to each other kind correct. of correct but even with strangers complete strangers and i'm thinking of you know chance encounters uh, in trains most of the time that happened for me personally yep where if i started a conversation first of all with someone who's reading hmm. like you said it's either about hey what are you reading or they ask you and more often than not you notice that people are quite open even though they're quite engrossed yeah if you break them out if they're liking the book they're reading especially exactly they're quite engrossed they're actually still open to welcome you in to that world and try to tell you what they are reading about etc right but the main thing i observed was the quality of conversation itself was different uh, with these people in the sense that yes it's a train you're stuck with them so at times it can get quite long and annoying and you don't know where to break it off because the arguments just keep going yeah run but, to the washroom yeah <laughs> but even then you're like okay this conversation would not have been possible in general you know mm. because this person is a reader i can see there is depth to this person i can see that they have their own kind of understanding and perspective if they are very good readers then they often have layered perspectives on things hmm. and uh, the surprising thing that you get to observe is there's so much difficulty with hollow small talk but once you get a reader and a reader now this conversation can go on for hours and hours yeah the other thing that i would like to add when you said that there's depth and all the thing that kind of spills over you mm. is the conviction levels yeah 
I mean, when you speak to a reader, mm. whether right or wrong, like that's secondary. But right. the conviction with which they have a conversation is of much better and much higher quality. Yeah. When compared to you speaking to a guy who's like a sports club fan or you know a movie fan, the conviction levels are very different when you speak because there it's not just that I like this book, I want to fight for it. Mm. It's almost like a ideological conflict or it's an ideological debate. Yeah. And it goes beyond the story of the book or the content of the book, mm. which is again an indication that the person has thought more right. about what is just written in the book. And that's where it comes from, according to me. Yeah, and it seems to be like a difference between having something to say versus trying to say something. Correct. Or wanting to correct. say something. Correct. Or just saying something for the sake of for saying something. For the sake something. of it, yeah. Which is most of it, right? Yeah, most of the people do of the time. that. Yeah. The other thing that I see about reading, I think it's the only activity where you self-correct hmm. faster than any other activity. Right. Again, on the top of my head, the only other thing that I can think of where you self-correct to like a positive outcome hmm. is probably cooking. Okay. You know, the reason why I say that is it's a lot to do with instant gratification. Right. When you read a good book and say you lost your track, yeah. and which does happen when yeah. you read like a high quality book, you tend to lose your track in the plot. All of a sudden, yeah, you find yourself not connecting. Yeah, like with the what, 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 where? Oh, hold on. What's happening? Yeah. What's happening here? It doesn't, how, how did we get here? Yeah, how did yeah. we get here? And then you go back that page or two or a paragraph or two mm -hmm. and you're like, you read and the moment you're able to start connecting to what you understood of the story versus what the writer is writing, you're like, ah, yeah, this, this okay, is I got it. Are. I got it now, yeah. you know? And that is high quality dopamine hit. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it happened to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It happened to me a lot when I read Russian authors mm -hmm. because they write this, you know, 20 page dialogues and monologues yeah. in a simple conversation. Mm. And often it's very complex and, you know, 10,000 things. And you're like, oh, shit, wait, what, what is, why is he saying this? Why is he worrying about his friend's wife now? Right. And then you're like, go back and like, oh, this is how she's involved. Oh, this is where she was connected. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I just solved. I'm Sherlock Holmes. Mm. You know, I'm so smart. I figured it out. It can be like superficial, doesn't yeah. matter. But that very habit formation, right, where you are identifying you doing a mistake yeah, happens much faster in reading than compared to anything else. Yeah, and there's a positive dopamine hit when you realize that, oh yeah, the author was actually not in the wrong. It was me. Yeah, it was who correct. missed or got distracted or whatever. Correct. Then and there is no shame in it. There's no shame. You don't it. feel shame. Yeah, you don't yeah. feel embarrassed. No, you feel good that, okay, it was actually there. I just had to go back and yeah. I found it. Correct. Now I can continue. Yeah. Uh, in terms of negative dopamine hit, there was an example I can remember. This kept happening to me again and again. Huh. Every three pages. Yeah. Bro, I kept getting broken. Which off. book was that? This was a book on Subhash Chandra Bose. Oh. Um, <laughs> written by. A was guy. it your social book in like no, no, eighth it class? It was like a thick book a biography uh -huh. and it was hyped to the sky uh -huh. when it came out the author was Mihir Bose uh -huh. and uh, every 3-4 pages I was losing you know the chain of events it's a very weird book to lose chain of thoughts like. exactly is you it would, an autobiography no it's a biography it's so a biography okay you would think right like it's a weird book or weird subject to get lost in because it's a Subhash yeah, Bose it's a yeah, story it's a story life story but the narration was so non-linear mm -hmm. you know it kept jumping between years and years mm -hmm. and it was like whiplash it was I've not able to understand where it's going yeah every three or four pages book so if it was a positive uh dopamine hit uh -huh. like we discussed i would have gone back and i've realized 
oh yeah, here is where I'm yeah. interested. Now I can continue. But every three or four pages that kept happening, for me, in the end, it was like, I cannot read this book anymore. <laughs> like, I had to just stop it. And I realized it is not me, it is the author. It's, a, uh-huh. like, it's the book, actually. You know, I mean, it was not like it happened in a negative way. Hmm. But the book that really made me go back and forth, hmm. can you guess that? It's one of your favorite books, too. It's a cult classic. Russian? Ah, uh, no. American. Catch Yo, oh, okay. sweet lord, yeah. yeah. You know the amount of things that were happening. Yeah, yeah. And the similarity of things that were... Ha- you know the book, right? Right, it's, right. I mean, the consistency that they maintain, yeah. the author maintained, hmm. in that recurring situational thing, Yeah, it was extremely tiring, I'll not deny. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was so funny and it was so, you know, well-written, Yeah, I just was like, I don't care if I have to read this book 20 times or 100 times, I'll just try to get to the gist of it. Yeah, And uh, I, that was one of the examples. But you get the point, right? right. Like, it's, it's the fact that, I, what was a book that it became very famous recently? Atomic habits mm. reading develops that to you yeah like when, once you read a book mm. or like say 10 books yeah in say in a year right okay? and you look back a year mm. and you realize that you know what i became a little more patient yeah so you start inculcating this personality or traits yeah. you become a little more patient you become a little more driven you become a little more what do you say belligerent is the word like you yeah. push through things even when they get tough yeah this actually reminds me of Two points, actually, that which are very thigh gap kind of points, you know, because thigh gap podcast, we try to um, one, you know, talk about things that are not usually talked about yeah. in that way. Yeah, like and, incest and, and, uh, <laughs> and, and crypto. And also, you know, these uh, hi-fi, hi-funda words that people keep throwing around, but hardly there seems and to then, be a mention of, uh, you know, how to, like if someone is starting off, mm-hmm. like what are the hacks? Like what can I do? How can I, is there a way that I could maybe ease myself into, yeah. you know, the process? And reading is one of those things. Like we keep finding content around how reading is so important and all that. But again, in terms of like the hacks or how it can be used as a hack, maybe not as explored. Like one thing you mentioned, patience. Mm. how reading helps increase our patience and why patience is actually important to have is patience is it's a new easy. episode is, haven't we already done that patience i don't think is not patience easy. we have not done it or we then it's going to be a it's new, a new episode. episode yeah right there but patience is extremely important it's yeah. a virtue first of all um <laughs> virtue of gods yeah uh, but reading uh helps improve on patience in the practical terms like it can be considered a practice for that because when you're reading you're tempered by the speed at which you read yeah you can't outpace yourself and you can't outpace your imagination yeah and when you're reading good books it can get frustrating because you desperately are you want to race against the words you want to hurry up to the end you want to hurry up and especially where things are getting really spicy yeah you want to read faster and faster and you want to skip your meals and all that stuff and you know where else patience comes into picture Hmm. to control that temptation of you know what i'll just flip the book other way around read the ending and then go back to where i was reading and you know how much of a you know bus killer that is bus kill that would be and so (laughs) i want to do it but i can't do it yeah so reading you know patience works in this way which is because you're tempered by your speed of reading Mm. you have to eventually give in and adjust with that correct so that allows you to develop patience just like how writing allows you to develop patience because uh, it tempers the speed of your thinking yeah you can only write as fast yeah you can't outpace your uh, thinking so that is one thing and the other thing was where you mentioned stillness Mm. you know observing your cousins and how still they were Mm. 
I feel like that just shows how people who are more caught up in the external world, mm. you know, and uh, the superficialness of it. That we can say that is being caught up in the external churn. Mm. And so they're getting stuck or swayed in that external world. So they are not still because physically they are getting swayed uh, swept away yeah by the external chaos around them whereas someone who is reading in peace they're physically still but internally now they are swaying and they're having an adventure you know they're jumping off cliffs yeah and they're probably they're killing people they're killing people the highest of highs and the lowest of yeah. lows living rich living poor all Name of it. it yeah and internally they're doing all of this so in today's spiritual funda with the added or with the additional focus on mental health and all that <laughs> you know where people again buzzwords i yeah. keep telling like explore your inner self in yeah. inner engineering you know or uh, yeah do the journey inside of you you know all that stuff yeah okay that's well and good but for a person who is used to being caught up with the outside world hmm how do they start you know because initially speaking of things that are not easy brute this thing the internal exploration and all that is the worst of the lot it's the yeah it is the my it is the king of yeah. uh, not easy things yeah especially when you have to make the switch right so reading actually can be a great primer or a great way of uh, workout exercise where it helps you because when you're reading it fires up your imagination and it completely involves you in that way and for all the people who complain of saying that oh i don't have me time mm. you know again this is a funny incident because this is what my father told me again because i was restless kid and all he like how do i calm myself or whatever right and he was like you know it's very easy provided like you stick with it for some time mm. and the hack that he told me was like read 10 pages and even if you can read more don't yeah. even if you feel that i can read more yeah don't read more mm. but read 10 pages go for a walk think about the 10 pages you read right you will start realizing that how much you don't need the external world hmm. and it's a great way of spending time with yourself and this was the activity how it grew hmm. was it was 10 pages and then you know you read another 10 pages do it for some time right and then uh, once i finished the book it was always like uh, i would sit with my father and we would basically discuss that what i understood and what he understood and hmm. again the conversation of ideologies yeah when i started doing that there came a point where i didn't even need my father to do that retrospection right you know i just was like this is what the other said this is what i understood okay what do you? and it would happen randomly yeah. you know it was like i just had to be bored enough hmm. to get triggered into like let me discuss the book with myself yeah you know i don't know if this is something that happened to you no i've never discussed a book with myself i'm not that weird but mm-hmm. i was just basically some character movements uh if it's a fiction book you know they kind of uh, get stuck like i keep thinking about that especially yeah. if it is new information that i was that i just came across yeah. that i never knew about yeah that definitely gets me thinking about like how that might have played out and you know how that is that called look? discussing the book with yourself when i say like discussing the book with myself right. it is not like about okay let me start from the beginning mm. no it is just like this random free, like instance so i picture you in front of a mirror uh-huh. and saying brute this is what you read all that stuff what is weird is you picturing me yeah exactly and that too in front of a mirror exactly you're creeping me out by the day by the hour there is no other place <laughs> i could imagine you more than in front of a mirror <laughs> see when the looks which deserve that much of admiration uh-huh. you have yeah. to be in front of the mirror for a long time yeah yeah i understand why you are never in front of the mirror yeah, i know that if i was you <laughs> i would be on top of a building looking down 
yeah i know the thinking that exists <laughs> about the looks so that's the reason why uh but, but coming let's back not, yeah let's not digress it's all personal digress. things yeah, yeah. yeah there was another thing that we were talking about um you know for listeners we actually recorded more than 45 minutes of this episode and then bogus used his intelligence by not pressing the record button and it got erased uh, yes. the card got full etc so we are redoing this so mm. the the other thing we talked about was how when you notice someone who's reading Mm. from a third party perspective mm. you know for some people they kind of subconsciously see the appeal in it or they see something which you know is enticing yeah and you could have just used appealing that's what you used previously but no you want to be more complicated you want to be more i don't know what is the superlative of being intelligent but you know the lack of constant mirror exercises <laughs> you know i cope in this way <laughs> yeah so that's the po- like why would you think that you know anyone would find that appealing a lot mm. of people do and what is that aspect which you think makes it look appealing on any level from an outsider's perspective for me it is because of that stillness mm. the stillness with which somebody sits and reads yeah. something there is no other activity that will give you that kind of stillness i can't think of any other activity which give, i i mean don't give me meditation and all that mm. that's that, that's all secondary that's you can't really count it into daily activities or like a hobby i've never heard somebody say like meditating is my hobby now it is becoming too cool to meditate and all yeah and reading again would help a lot in getting used to the concept of meditating otherwise actually even if you use meditation as an example reading is still better because meditation is chaos like there is no stillness it is the opposite of stillness like you are bouncing all over the place but in reading you have that one anchor where even though it is completely mental you are focusing on the words you are focusing on the plot or the narrative so your imagination is active and your imagination is making a movie for you basically. i i would debate on that i still think that meditation is one level above reading no level above in the sense now we're talking about you know what is the competence so if someone is an expert meditator hmm. obviously that's better you know no for any meditator any meditator starting there is no chance of stillness <clears throat> in the beginning there is no chance of stillness it is completely opposite it's very chaotic inside your head when you're trying to suddenly yeah, start yeah but you don't get to see that as an outsider i don't think you really can make out the difference whether he's a pro or an amateur or or I someone can. who's just doing it i can because like that's I've, because you wake them up and ask no again the you com- ask a guy who's meditating that are you someone who's been meditating for a long time you use the same thing that you do for readers to a meditator also now this was also this also has to do with culture aspect like i've been around uh, different levels ah. of people and you can see a difference you know um, but see with the reader it that's not the case right yeah like even an amateur guy who never reads can find that somebody who's reading is still so we are looking at it from a very generic perspective like an expert guy would figure out that even if somebody is trying to read a magazine yeah. the guy would be like yeah he is not a reader but it's the sheer vibe or the energy of that person when they're engrossed in either reading or meditation right hmm. there's a clear difference between someone who is not as engrossed or not as intensely involved with the book i think you, you and me should that. not talk about meditation because of that one incident that has happened mm-hmm. where everybody was asked to meditate and we were the jackasses looking at each other saying what is wrong with people right right um but yeah i think at a very core level hmm. like what seems appealing to uh, an outsider first thing is it's common like you see someone who has more money than you hmm. you see someone who's having more fun than you hmm. you know who's having more of a good time both of you are at the same nightclub yeah. but for some reason i'm this, not having as much fun yeah they seem to be getting out of more from the night they're getting more out of it yeah. you know even though i may be spending more here yeah so we all have that kind of curiosity like what could it be 
So mm. the commonality is I'm seeing someone who is having a better experience. Mm. And I'm in the same place relatively speaking, yeah. but I'm not having as much of a good experience here. Right. So what could it be? It's that it follows the proof that this person is enjoying themselves. You know, oh, mm. it's I think at a very core level, it is that a they are not alone. I'm sorry. A they are alone probably, but they're not lonely. Right. They are in company. Yeah. They're having some company clearly. And it's not just any company, it is good company. It, yeah. is, it is like great company. You can make out by their vibe. They're not bored. They're not bored of it. Yeah. You know, they're not struggling through it. Like I'm struggling through, I checked uh, Twitter, Instagram. got done with it. Now I've moved to Insta. Yeah. I got done with all of my socials. And, and then you, know, you went back to Insta. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm just doom scrolling. Yeah. You know, the other it. thing I think the word is engagement. Yeah. You look at someone in a coffee shop reading a book, sitting all by themselves, and they're like supremely engaged. Yeah. Which is again that contradiction, right? You're extremely engaged, mm. but you're supremely still. Right. And that confuses, that excites you or that mystery or, you know, the existence of two opposite things in the same body. Yeah. It kind of gives you that intellectual look or whatever. Mm. I don't know, cool look. Yeah, I mean, that is the superficial part of it. Yeah. But then we were also talking about uh, how compared to small talk, mm. which is so, you know, challenging. Mm. Unless you are sociopathic or something like that. Yeah. Um, unless there is malice. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. Conversation with complete strangers also becomes so easy when you have common ground, like it could be reading or it could be, you know, cars or whatever, sport, whatever. But in our case, at least, hmm. um, even though we had just met maybe a couple of times by then, things really got going to another level because we discovered that both of us actually read, you know, here and there. Uh, we had a history of reading books. We, the exact incident was, if I remember correctly, I was speaking about some book. Hmm. And we were all around a table yeah, drinking. Yeah. And then you kind of like turned towards me and like, you read that book too? You read that book too? And I'm like, yeah, I love the book. Yeah. And you were like, I love that book too. A lot of people don't seem to be liking it. Hmm. And then we got into a conversation and that kind of made me look at you in a different way. I just thought you were this dumb rich guy who's just balding at a very early age and kind of bored. Hmm probably is contemplating killing himself in a right. matter of days. Right. And then when we had this conversation, like, huh, I think I can have a conversation more than four sentences with him. This is great. I have one more Insta follower now. Yeah, and similar experience on my side also. Like, my initial impression was, ah, this guy is just vain. He is a con man. He's, yeah. He goes around deceiving people. Yeah. Spends probably 12 hours in front of the mirror, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. See, uh, it was from the beginning you were imagining yeah. me in front of a mirror. Yeah, I mean, the when I saw you behave the way you behave right usually uh, that that was it for me like this guy yeah i need to make sure i don't sign any uh, documents <laughs> and <laughs> no sharing wallets yes, no car I, keys. I, I, I was thinking uh, don't lend any money huh. and don't borrow also and like a typical con man i sold the idea that i'm a great reader to you it's just amazing right but what was the instant reaction like you spoke about the reaction that i had when i figured out that you read the same book yeah the instant reaction for me was until then i was kind of thinking like okay i'm just around a bunch of people that i'm doing a play with we are kind of trying to unwind after re after a rehearsal right so you know we're not looking to do some great shit here hmm. we're just looking to kill the time basically i'll have those two beers and chuck basically kill time yeah we have nothing better to do yeah so just relax here for a while kill time and go back home and crash right 
but then when you figure out that okay someone else uh, has read the same book or they are into reading then for me now the options all of a sudden become limitless right now what i feel is like okay now i can basically pluck any topic out of my head that i might have gotten involved with or engaged with in the recent past yeah whatever is going on in my head right now i can pick and throw any topic and i can expect that there will be a comeback i can expect that there will be a perspective on it i can expect that you know this conversation can keep going yeah Basically. i do yeah i completely effortlessly get, correct especially when you said that remember i I've, i don't know if you remember this conversation where you said like yeah i was involved with smuggling and all for some time yeah. that's how i made my money mm-hmm. and i definitely said like that's a great thing you should teach me you know one or two tricks about that right you know i'm already into conning people so mm. want to go to the next level yeah and we, we should spend, join forces yeah we spent the whole night in a amazon warehouse and like trying to get into things and smuggle them out it was great fun it was great fun it was you know a productive educational discussion on how to scam people it was a constructive night <laughs> Thaigap subscribe and share <laughs> and, share. and yeah. share the dark secrets of Thaigap coming soon yeah yeah but uh now <laughs> i think i think we will be the dumbasses you know how these videos are coming like the dark side of right xyz company and all mm-hmm. we will be the guys who will like on our official channel yeah. we will be like the dark side of thaigap right. <laughs> what thaigap never tells people cancel ourselves yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but the other thing we mentioned in the context was also when it came to reading like we wanted to just take a stock of where it has evolved to and it it's definitely seen some evolution yeah over where it is going wrong over the years and where are we right now where it is going so the big evolution uh, evolutionary step was of course the kindle absolutely the beautiful beautiful e-book product e-book readers were what that was a, a significant milestone yeah then after that came the audiobooks then after that came the shorter versions of these books also which is the horrible version as you can see we are evolving towards nonsense yeah on one side it kind of makes sense from the entrepreneurial kind of uh, perspective that okay how do we make each and every service easy like getting a cab in a city yeah make it easy you know come out with an app convenience convenience so everything was driven toward convenience and that's a great thing but it's not great after a point <laughs> yeah, especially in the case of reading in the case of books it's not only not great but it seems to go against a lot of the benefits that actually you know were involved in the package yeah see up till kindle i had no problem right and the reason is the convenience was when you read a book obviously you come across these words where you don't know what yeah. they mean or what is it that they're trying to convey and all and yeah. you have to like go through a dictionary and figure out the whole thing mm. but with kindle i don't have to carry three books yeah right i'm reading and right there if i don't get it i click on the word i can get the thesaurus or you know the dictionary meaning of the word so that part of the convenience was fine because it's just making my job easier to understand the book which is what the concept of reading is right but with audio books it takes a lot of books away hmm. from the whole activity yeah before we come into that like i just want to go off on kindle a little bit okay more. So one thing is what you mentioned mm-hmm. and the other thing is Kindle has always been a trade off in the sense the biggest uh, drawback is of course you'll miss that physical feel of yeah paper the smell of the paper the, the smell, smell of the, of the paper book. and turning the page yeah. and finding out like what happened yeah so that aspect of it is sorely lacking it is missing mm. but the trade off is that you get to carry hundreds of books with you at once yeah it comes backlit Correct. you can read it in darkness without disturbing others yeah and in adding to what you 
mentioned about finding out meanings of mm. words and you know sentence examples of the same word and all that there's also the fact that you can highlight mm. uh, sections of the book which is what we do with paper books with also with paper books also we yeah. use highlighters correct we use bookmarks and so kindle has virtual bookmarks kindle has a way to highlight and make your own notes right and then you can actually quickly refer to them in future right like what did i you know and that's faster than a physical book also that right. reference right so that way it's great yeah it's just a little compromise on the experience just aspect. a little compromise yeah. yeah but it's not like a complete overkill yeah like the audiobook because the actual values or value add of reading as an exercise i don't think you're losing in kindle yeah my problem is trying to make reading a book a consumption game which is the audiobook which thing. is audiobook yeah i don't like that because reading is not about just gathering knowledge which is what is being prophesized i mean in the same audiobook thing the ads that i see hmm. is oh read 10 books in like one day yeah so and so reads 28 books in like two days yeah no you're not reading bro obviously not reading you're not you're just consuming stuff yeah it is not reading no matter how hard you sell it to me i just won't be sold on the fact that you're making me read 10 books in a day So in how many ways would you say people are losing out on the reading experience and its benefits by checking out an audiobook off the bat imagination you kill the imagination okay you kill the perspective through which you develop that imagination right right so it is like the difference is between i read a story versus i heard a story right so you have zero idea how much of interpretation you're going wrong in mm. yeah we were talking about imagination also right The problem is it's one of the best things about reading. It's actually allowing us to imagine uh you know our own construct yeah of the story. Yeah. And we are obviously automatically going to imagine it in a way that works for us. Correct. We are not going to imagine a character that does not fit. You know a person as a character who does not fit. Right. Because our brain is going to do that for us automatically. Yeah. We are going to imagine things in a construct where everything makes sense to us. You know how this character looks. Yeah. Like oh this character probably looks like my second uncle on hmm. my mother's side yeah. because of the characteristic traits and all that. Correct. So you place that person over there. Yeah. And then you give them their voice. Right. Their body language and all of that. how much you are engaged in doing all of this subconsciously hmm. you are losing out on with an audiobook because someone else is already reading it for you yeah and they're going to maintain their tone throughout yeah so now you know all that imagination your narrative is gone your narrative is gone you're basically outsourcing it yeah but that is one level of already major damage done there that's more than 50% of the damage done. so your imagination is not being exercised that means that goes as deep as your mind is not being worked out exactly and if your mind is not being worked out if you are young then that impacts your creativity exactly and your ideation process exactly if you're old it impacts your neuroplasticity which is after a certain age the brain becomes rigid yeah and you need uh, mental exercises to actually keep it nimble so that it still remains or retains that youthfulness mm-hmm. to it that youthful vigor to it so neuroplasticity is a very real thing and if that mental exercise or workout is not there if your imagination is not being uh, fired after a certain age then you're going to age much faster yeah physically yeah and this is coming from bogus's personal experience <laughs> yeah yeah His lack of imagination and creativity totally is one of the reasons why he even knows the word neuroplasticity yeah i i use three stretchers <laughs> currently to get around <laughs> but uh the other thing which is an even bigger crime bro mm-hmm. this is bad enough smuggling this we're talking about smuggling now 
no this okay. is already bad enough what mm. we described mm. but the much worse aspect of this where the reader is losing out mm. uh by going to audiobooks is art any great art is mm. supposed to be open to interpretation correct like the creator or the author or the director may have intended it in one way mm. but it is perfectly okay for someone to interpret in a different way it's called the freedom of interpretation yeah and the more ways a piece of art can be interpreted differently by different people mm. the more alive it is the more value it gets the more value it adds also right because it's adding value to different kinds of people yeah. in different ways the biggest problem with interpretation is we are able to interpret things in our own way when we are driving the engine of the whole imagination you mm. know how the story is going this character looks this way this character speaks this way there's no other way so once you have someone take up that onus for you when you mm. outsource that narration to someone else your entire interpretation is losing freedom like you're now be going to be locked to their interpretation because now they're not only reading the book to you mm-hmm. they're using their own tone yeah and their intonation is fixed yeah so now you are forced to kind of like you're a slave actually mm-hmm. to their way of big words interpretation yeah. it is slavery i feel the way i connect because you're robbed of you know your own agency there yeah the way i connect it is different the whole freedom of interpretation right mm. the first thing that gets affected is your own articulation Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, well known fact, good readers have better articulation than non-readers. Right. And that's for a reason. Mm. The reason according to me is say you're reading a fiction book. Mm. The whole activity of reading, mm. how it is being translated into your brain or how it is being perceived by your brain, this is a non-confrontational debate that you as an individual have with the author. Mm-hmm. and that debate that you're having where he's trying to outsmart you mm-hmm. with like i say twist in the book or giving you a better scenario or better definition of romance or whatever it is right you constantly are debating that now i'm not going to get surprised because just page 40 i did get surprised mm-hmm. i'm not going to let that happen to me again now now i'm going to like be more keen mm-hmm. more focused in making sure it doesn't happen and it's very instinctive right, right? nobody likes getting surprised or taken by a hook and that debate mm-hmm. that exchange of emotions that is constantly happening mm. is what develops your articulation right because your thoughts are much more focused and clear now mm. towards the story yeah so when you take that away if you listen to an audiobook or mm. i don't know what you say an audiobook it's like so john has said mary don't go away and there's all this emotion and all that crap right and you're just listening to it like mary don't go away oh he's angry mm. but when you read the sentence like john has told in a stern voice to mary not to leave yeah your definition of stern voice is very different yes to anybody else yes so you're not cultivating that whole aspect of feeling those emotions mentally yeah which is what affects your articulation or your clarity of thought mm. that is how i interpret you know snatching the concept of freedom of interpretation away from you right when somebody else is narrating it yeah and when we say snatching we don't mean this is like a malicious or diabolical intent and all yeah taking the, away like how do we say it mellowly like no I, i think the intent as far as Rob the you. intent is concerned is probably to make things more convenient for people like no, no, yeah, try it and is explore convenient. that correct but unfortunately the side effect when it's a barter yeah especially when it comes to the, the reading aspect of it uh it's not a one to one translation that's happening yeah uh, there's a lot being lost yeah and the best parts being lost 
Correct. You are being left with just a shell of the experience, which is you are consuming books now. Yeah. Just like you consume a Netflix show. The last thing that you want to do. The last thing that you want to do. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that I feel audiobooks rob you away, and this is closely related to the whole concept of exercising your brain. Hmm. Reading is, like I said, it's an extremely high concentration activity. Right. And when you listen, listening is not that high concentration. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying as an activity, it doesn't demand. You are supposed to listen with a lot of concentration to make sure that, you know, you grasp everything. I feel it is harder to achieve. It is harder. Yeah. But then in the pursuit of consuming books, Hmm. you are going to kill that opportunity of, you know, developing that trait. Yeah. And I've never heard somebody be a better listener by listening a lot. Hmm. But I've heard that somebody is a better listener because they read a lot. Yeah, because it vastly improves your patience. Exactly. And they're all correlated, right? Their concentration level, your patience. And this is an interesting observation. Again, uh, my personal observation. When you look at big readers, Mm -hmm. they are more keen to listen because they're so addicted to that activity of comprehending things. Right, right. They don't want to talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they want to rather listen a lot. Mm. But if somebody is like, you know, a talker or who's just listening to stuff on like YouTube or yeah. a song or anything, it doesn't necessarily trigger that activity or addiction to listening. Yeah. Because and listening is not about hearing people. Right. But listening is more about comprehending things, right? Yeah. And reading makes you comprehend or forces you to comprehend things more mm. than you listening to something else. Yeah. Which is why, you know, because of that patience, uh, readers are able to listen better because they have the capacity to entertain their own inner thoughts yeah. or inner monologue. Yeah. They've got enough practice yeah. because of doing that with the author, like you yeah. said, or with the characters. Yeah. When someone is talking, they don't have to keep interrupting. Right. Because normally when you come across people who don't read that much, hmm. there's a only so far they, they can, can go, go. Yeah. in terms of listening. They always have to come back and interrupt immediately because they feel like they lose their train of thought and the other thing is you know what they think of a point in say your third sentences right and now they're just waiting for you to give a pause yeah so that they can tell that point that they got and by the time they say it it's completely irrelevant and they have not listened to the, the rest, rest of, of the call <laughs> the rest of the speech. because they stopped listening right there right that's the problem yeah and the other thing is not reading versus this audiobook stuff also impacts our ability to gain practice or expertise with language and oh. communication, which it's not easy. It's not easy. Both episodes yes. we did already. Check Both. it out. Um, in the sense that when you're reading, you're actually paying attention to the words. Mm-hmm. You're paying attention to... Usage of the words. The usage of the words. In what context did yeah. they use this word? And how is this character reacting to this word? Right. You know, sometimes the reaction could be very intense. Yeah. Then you'll be like, what is about this word in this mm. dialogue that caused them to react in that way? Right. Then when you investigate sentence examples or dictionary meanings, etc. Now it not only sits in your head that, okay, this word means this. Hmm. But then also, I can use this word in this situation to have the desired effect. Right. Like I might want a lukewarm kind of reaction, then probably I won't use this word. But when I want to have a heavy, intense reaction, then I will use this word to underline the intensity of how I feel or whatever, you know. And in audiobooks, you're just listening, you're hearing the word go by. Correct. (laughs) And who has the patience? Like you can't stop the narrator and say, bookmark that in an audiobook. You know, you can't ask an AI, like probably it'll come 
ground on it will mind. come down to that you can yeah. ask an ai hey what clip does that this mean part. yeah clips this part what does that mean then the ai will tell you then okay if it gets to that stage then <laughs> maybe you are getting some of the same this thing which is what is articulation right? yeah. like the reason articulation is not just about putting a sentence together hmm. but it's also about making the sentence more impactful yeah and it all like again like you said the whole usage of the word and everything it is coming into that umbrella of how do you make more impactful conversations right. which is basically usage of words yeah so yeah why is this reading it's not easy what is the not easy part i would say the not easy part is for anyone who is starting off now wanting to develop a habit of reading there is an immediate cherry or no there is a tempting kind of uh, distraction yeah you know that hey there's an easier way it's mm. like the same thing you instead of reading which you can't do uh, why not just you know do the same thing that you do with podcasts which is you just keep it playing in the background yeah. while you do your laundry you get stuck in traffic all this stuff read a book also in the same way and it does not work right you just can't do it you just can't do it the most important thing hmm between reading versus listening is the retention yeah you cannot retain yeah. things for a long time if you just heard it yeah but when you read something the chances of you retaining for a long time is very high yes why because fundamentally we are beings of visual memory yes we remember more things when we see it hmm. and the whole concept of seeing is believing right when you read something hmm. you are visualizing all these things right hmm. so it's a key to visualization so you tend to retain and remember things longer hmm. than what you've heard yes like how many things have you read like the whole concept of writing a letter is more you know intimate right right is because when Very you read that so, letter yeah. you remember the handwriting the words that they used yes so that experience is living or lasting longer in you hmm. which is what helps you to retain it longer yeah but say somebody told something very romantic to you there's only so long that you can remember it yeah after a point you just probably would be uttering the words out yeah or paraphrasing it for all i care you may be remembering it completely wrong also yeah, which is like one of the worst things that happens to our memories exactly which is why a lot of husbands have problems with their wives when yeah. they like, remember what i told you then and like ah yeah something about uh, some haircut yeah. <laughs> like but say they wrote a message you have a better chance you know exactly what they've written right so reading is that thing like it is the biggest key for you to retain things longer hmm. and that's not just about knowledge out of the book yeah. or the story of the book but it's a lot more things it is about the emotions that you went through uh, it is about the narrative it's about the debate you had with yourself yeah the whole experience yeah. of the story which leads to visualization yeah so if somebody doesn't know how to visualize their thoughts again this is another thing this that is we a can great do hack to it yeah yeah it's a fantastic hack yeah stop listening to motivational speakers mm. stop listening to like your idols or anything keep listening to the thigh podcast exactly <laughs> this is what you need to do all you have to do is turn on your phone go to spotify whichever podcast yeah, app you yeah, have yeah. play it search for thigh gap and subscribe yeah one other aspect i feel which is slightly hidden Mm. you know why that visual memory that you spoke of mm. why also does it help in retention mm. i feel it is because that imagination mm. that you're doing while reading a book it is of your own construction yeah like yeah. you are fully involved 
Correct. And you've built it yourself. Yeah. So it is not something that someone just came and did and you know you just have a reference of someone else they did it this way. Correct. It is you yourself. Yeah. And you've pictured imagined people as characters where for you it works the best. Yeah. So when it is so well constructed according to your own uh, imagination that helps I feel even more in that retention aspect. Absolutely. It. It's like your baby. Yeah. Like you'll never forget your baby. Yeah. Which is why I feel you know reading is such a lost art today. Hmm. And it's pretty disappointing because the number of distractions the patience levels are not there. People yeah. want to like get done with things. Yeah, yeah. And it has become this race of consumption. Hmm. it might be because of whatever it might be because of social media the youtube or you know the whole fomo of oh somebody has completed so many shows whatever yeah doesn't matter this is something that you can do you should do for yourself exactly you don't go looking for the abridged 3 minute version of the dark side of the yeah. moon album by pink floyd correct you want to listen to the whole thing back to front yeah otherwise imagine movies are just trailers tomorrow <laughs> yeah that's like it you yeah. don't have to watch the movie but the gist just is this like watch the trailer yeah which is already happening right watch on youtube watch 100 movies in 2 days <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And why why are we stressing on the word retention? Hmm. There is a very good reason behind it because, because that's the only word we know. That's it. And we read a book yeah, that had, had a the book. word. So we have to use it now. Retention is not easy future episode. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> retention is really important because uh this is retention versus just hearing. Mm. or retention versus just consuming mm. you know when we are consuming we are consuming out of uh, boredom or we are consuming out of a desire to kill time we are not consuming with any other intent of you know reusing this or recycling purposeful act it's not a purposeful yeah, activity yeah there is no intent of recycling this information anywhere what retention does is if we really absorb you know value from a book Mm. and we retain what it actually wants to convey even if we interpret it in a completely different way yeah when it's retained what happens is in real life terms when we have find ourselves in certain situations mm. where the best thing to do would be to use that knowledge mm. that you gain from that book with great retention in the thick of the moment when you are in it and you are trying to figure out okay what do i do now with great retention this is one of the first thing that pops up that hey remember, remember me yeah remember me you could actually do this in this situation yeah this has helped me not only in interviews but also in i would say important conversations at the workplace off the workplace where when i say important i mean there are some stakes there yeah it's not just a casual conversation right there are some stakes i'm yeah. looking to get something somebody's trying to kill you yeah and i'm looking to get something out of it mm. and in those tense situations or in when i really felt like oh i have to react quickly Mm. or i have to respond quickly to this it's a fraction of a second mm. even in that fraction of a second brute the things that i retained really well mm. were one of some of the first things that popped up and instantly i just used it yeah and the effect it had on people was that they were completely taken aback they were surprised yeah because like they were like oh did you just come up with this on the spot like and it was not on the spot and it was not even at the back of my mind or the forefront of my mind all of this time i was not carrying this mental load it completely disappeared into my retention yeah and it's just popped up when i needed it the most correct so this is what good retention does it just helps us in those tight spots where we don't have a lot of time to decide but we have to make the right decision which is also what you meant by you know keeping your brain active yeah right like yeah. not allowing it to like freeze or like get rigid yeah you need to keep it flexible so that it is able to do things where you otherwise would not think of doing so you, your brain is thinking apart from you making it think yeah 
again this is all this is connected to reading for me which is i've never read something without trying to imagine it yeah me too right it yeah. just happens so organically yeah so if you keep doing that enough i think your brain gets kind enough habituated to say like okay this guy is doing something hmm. but let me build a parallel scenario just in case right you know just in case he needs it or whatever yeah that is a great skill again right yeah right? yeah and if you see big business guys or people in who do like tough jobs yeah high caliber high caliber people, jobs yeah. high competence jobs they emphasize on this a lot yeah they say that you need to make your brain work beyond what you can imagine right and that happens only with a certain amount of uh, expertise yeah it's almost like if you don't do that then calcification they call it right ha huh. where that calcium forms on the rocks and all that correct in correct it happens in water pipes also nowadays which yes. is how our flush water pressure is not high exactly exactly the closest example which people can relate to guys reading is important for your plumbing exactly you finally that? yes the, the whole purpose of this episode that that was a takeaway this is what <laughs> this is what we want to connect it reading how can reading make you a better plumber yeah or give you a better understanding of plumbing yeah if you get into audio books too much the plumbing in your home is going to get fucked it's going to fuck like your your flush ain't doing its job nope your faucet won't wipe it enough yeah um but i think after that kind of a takeaway bro yeah. we have to end on that uh, absolutely on that note so that was nowhere else yeah nowhere else will you get this kind of connections yeah reading with plumbing there is no chance, no chance. of Come that on. ever having happened thank you subscribe and share yeah um so bro that's about reading reading it's, it's not, not easy. easy but more in perspective of reading versus listening exactly we hope it was convincing enough don't get distracted by that audiobook uh, <laughs> hack or shortcut not every shortcut is worthwhile some yeah. things are still worth doing the long way out which also means listening to thai gap english podcast episodes from start to finish uh, religiously that also improves patience anyways uh, <laughs> so Guys, let us know your experiences with reading. Let us know if you made that transition from being a non-reader to a reader. What are the things that you know stood out to you that maybe we didn't mention? That would be great to hear. And so. also the take on reading versus listening to a book. Yes. Do you re- do we really consider someone who listened to an audio book claiming that they've read the book to be genuinely have read the book or understood the book the way it was meant to be? Yeah. Also, I would be very interested to know bro if there is something about audio books that we did not account for like some great advantage that people are already finding that maybe we did not think of or we oh, yeah. occurred to us. Yeah. That would be great learning for us also. So, let us know if we are wrong about anything. Probably not, mostly not. Never wrong. Yeah, never not. We won't have a <laughs> podcast otherwise. So, uh we won't have two podcasts. Yeah, otherwise. we are the pseudo experts. Exactly. But uh that's it. Reaches at our socials, let us know all the stuff that we asked for. Absolutely. It'll be good to hear from you. Fantastic. And uh true feelings. On Instagram, Brute, where can they find us? At underscore @thigap. And on Twitter and Vero, at @thigap. And our email is mindthigap at gmail.com. If you're not a listener, you can get these links. You can read it on the read description. It. Yeah, you can read these handle names on the description. Episode description, yes. And Soon we are going to leave the transcript of our whole episode in the description. So if you're not a listener, you can still read it, you know. <laughs> right. Um, so that, ladies and gentlemen, is why reading... It's it, not so easy today. It's not at all easy. A lot of distractions, a lot of noise. Mm, yeah, there's a lot of titillation. Yeah. With the audiobooks and shit. Copulation. But and smuggling. As we always say, Thai Gap Podcast, subscribe. And S-H-A-R-E, share. Alovidaj. <laughs>